Well, not meant to be. Port Adelaide beat Essendon 11, 12, 78 to 10, 14, 74. Impossibly the most dramatic, heartbreaking a circumstance that you could envisage in a game of football. After the siren score review, just dangling the little cat toy in front of our faces. Nathan. I'm joined by Nathan. Sorry. Welcome back to the Dom oh. Pod. Hello. Hello. I just monologued there for a bit. How are you, sir? Good, thanks, Sam. How are you, buddy? Delightful. Had a couple of days now to process. Mm, we're a bit late. We needed it. We're a bit late on the on the old pod this week, just family commitments and whatnot. But good. It's good to have a bit of a bit of time to consider. It Don't is, you? especially after a game like that where at different stages of that game, I felt like we were the worst team by a long way and we were the best team by a long way. Mm, it was so it, there's a lot to take out of that. Some polar opposites. Yeah. Just before we jump in too much, I want to just get your attention, the listeners out there, to a little link in the description, hopefully, of whatever your whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, it's a little Google form, just a survey, just around the future of the pod and what you want to see. Um and some possibilities. In Basically, if Sam and I should quit our jobs and go full-time in this <laughs> environment. As nice as um, that might be, that's not quite the levels I of what we're, we're after. We're figuring if we can make $3 a week, we'll probably survive. Yeah, I reckon we can do that. Yeah. Each, right? It, ooh, I was going to split that. Oh, okay. Yeah, buck 50. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, check out the description. Have your say. Pretty pretty simple stuff. Just, just let us know what you think. Yep. Right. See how we can improve. Essendon at 10, 14, uh, 74. I've said this bit already, but anyway, Port Adelaide, 11, 12, 78. I'll reel off some numbers as usual and we'll crack on into it. Plus 38 disposals. We are generally a high disposal side, so that kind of figures. Minus five inside 50s, which although that's down, mm. I reckon that's the closest we've been. In yeah, we still continue to lose that though, don't we? For a long time, but I reckon we were getting beaten by more. Um, despite... Some commentary uh, from supporters, that is. We won the free kick count to 21 to 13. But oh, I was one want, of them. I do want to talk about the umpires later on, though, just the same. I've got some, I've got some opinions. Uh, hit outs were 14, uh, sorry, hit outs were 40 to 17 our way, but that only equated to plus two clearances, minus two at the center bounce, and plus four at the ground stoppages. Um, plus five marks, plus four tackles. Although they had plus five tackles inside fifty, so when they were when they got the ball in there, they were able to keep it there a little bit longer uh, than what we were. Mm-hmm. In terms of players, Langford three goals, Guelphie, Caldwell two, Stringer, Martin, Laverde one. And I'm going to go a bit of a change of pace with this one. I'm not going to reel off disposals because I don't think that's really useful to anyone but that's well you're out of the fantasy community so we're going to reel off some more in-depth numbers and go sort of into a bit more depth around some of the player performances oh this is interesting this is new i wasn't told about this i didn't get the notes no and i should have told you because i would have written down stats of plays you wanted to talk about but i feel like i have them covered just the same that's right. so go. i've monologued enough here i think is there anyone you want to mention particularly I don't know, i'm interested to hear where this goes well all right I forgot to write down one, so forgive me while I just sort my shit out. Would you like me to, like, fill? No, no, it's fine. I've got it all open here. Just a bit of elevator music. I want to talk about Sam Wiedemann. I know that's a weird place to start. Mm. But he did cop a bit of... Just a little Mm. bit. And he has been over the last few weeks just copping... I don't think he kicked a goal since the Richmond game. Is that correct? 
it's been a little while. He's mm. got a bit of the yips. But what I want to talk about is his impact around the ground. And before I go into this too much, I like to point out that I was there, you weren't. So we've got two different perspectives. And I like having those perspectives. I agree. Um, it's, it is different. Especially when I was pissing down Ryan, I was, oh, yeah. got a photo from you sitting right on the fence going, no, I'm pretty happy at the couch. Thanks right now. <laughs> we were all kind of sitting there and, you know, being members and all that, you're surrounded by the same kind of people every time you go. We're all I kind know of those type of people. Kind same of turned, ones that abuse our Australian cricketers. Turned to the old mate Brian behind me and sort of said, it's just like country footy, except it's 38,000 and it's at the MCG. But the rain is just You're not like sitting in your footy. car? No, no honking the horn when they kick the car. <laughs> Bring it back. Um, big week. Imagine if they had a little section at the MCG where you just could car. park a car. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, just parked around the boundary. Yeah, yeah yep. that'd be great. <laughs> anyway, digress. Big weeds. So, Mr. Crucial, crucial set shot, I believe it was in the fourth quarter. Um, but nine disposals, four hitouts, um, five marks and a tackle, and two clearances. What I want to touch on briefly is just his influence around the ground was there. Mm-hmm. And it's worth remembering that really the idea for Weeds was to come in, play second ruck to Draper, and that would allow Wright to be pretty much sole forward. Pete did a bit of rucking. Um, he, did, mm-hmm. he ended up with three hitouts, um, rucking up forward. But I think, yes, he's a forward. He needs to kick goals, sure but I think the commentary around his position in the team in particular Mm. is a bit unfair. He was very good around the ground. It's only the goal kicking now that's a concern. Do you think it would be better if, not better, but do you think it would be better for him if there was also like a Jones in the team so that when when he did go into the ruck that we still had those two tools and 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 if it was um, Sammy Draper that he would go to the bench or do you think that makes us too tall? I reckon you're bordering on too tall. Yep. But if you have an agile one, like Harry might be a bit, which is a stupid mm. thing to say, you know, if you can turn into that, like a Danaher kind of player, where he's mm. a bit more mobile, can bend down, pick up the ball, all that sort of thing, yep. you get away with it. If you've got big lumpen forwards. I guess, I guess at the moment too, that Langford is, Langford's although he's that. not, yeah, he's, he's not tall, tall, but he's, he's playing. Tall. That role of the other tall, isn't he? Yeah, he's taller than me, so he's tall. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, don't do Anyway, I just want to touch on that because I think I'm I'm a big fan. So of were you impressed by like you were happy with the way he played? Look, the goal at the end, of course, it'd be nice if that goes through. The shot probably, at the end, you mean? Yeah, sorry, the shot at the end. Thank you. If if he kicks that, we probably win. <laughs> no, not probably win. That's a stupid thing to say. If he kicks that, it's a goal and a point. You know, it just it would have helped. I'm yep. sure. But then he's not the only one. Parrish kicked zero four. No. Yeah, um, kicks it four. Someone else missed an easy shot. I can't remember who it was. I think in the there was a few really in that. Quarter. I think it was the second quarter when we kicked. Um, I'm going to say like three goals, seven or something like that. Something like that it was. I can stat check that if you like. Yeah, yeah and there was there were a few of that. Like a couple were two goals six. And, two goals six. Yep. So some of them were they were very gettable. Like yeah, and um, absolutely. Yep. Anyway. And, um, and I don't like to blame the last five minutes of a game. You can't, no, you yeah, can't. There's like a thousand like, moments. Again, Parrish's miss, yeah, it would have been great. But 
Like he'd had thirty touches, like without his thirty-five touches or whatever, or thirty touches or whatever. Like we probably wouldn't have got close to to you know being within a kick. Yeah, that's so right. It's all, that's right. But it's all there's, relative. There's a hundred thousand moments in the game of football that can alter what happens yeah. next. And the funny thing I thought about coming home was if Caldwell had missed the set shot, that may have like it. This is to, to prove the point that there's moments within mm. the game that can affect anything. He might have missed that. They might have kicked it in. We might have kicked another goal and won. Yeah. Like it could have actually been better for us for him to yep. miss, theoretically. Bizarre. Yeah. But. Yep. And I, I, you know, like the chances of um, like the goal that was kicked after, like that was a very good kick. Like, yeah, we need to talk about that. Wet ball. So no, no, let's, let's rub it in. Let's feel the burn. <laughs> it was. It, I mean, I was at the game last year where Elliot kicked the goal, and that was probably mm. more unlikely just given the boundary. The, the boundary and the distance. Yeah. With Elliot's straight off the boot, you owe it, aren't they? And we were, we were behind I thought, that. Well, we were behind that. Yeah, so. the camera angle for us was directly behind um, yeah. uh, Dan Houston. Houston. And, um, and Whereas, oh, as soon as they came off, I went, that's home. Yep. Yeah. And I was down the other end of the ground. So that shot was at the city end. We're at the punt road end. Yeah. And again, you could just tell as soon as it came off his boot, you oh, fuck, he's flushed that. Yeah. And then just to add to the you just drama, want to see that get to the right. Yeah, straight just away. hang it. Just, just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Side of the boot out in the full. No worries. And as you mentioned to me, some fascinating sort of uh, um, situation where the bombers in the VFL the next day kicked one after the siren yes, to, to win, win it. And well, I would love point, to know if that's still... ever happened. Well, it's pretty to think that the senior side loses from a kick after the siren. The the mm, VFL side seems... wins with a kick after siren. It's pretty. Amazing. Well, can't, it can't happen that often, really, can it? <laughs> I don't imagine it would have and happened. I think that's a fair... We'll, we'll cover the VFL a bit more later yep. on, but against top place Gold Coast, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, but they are very good. They're very funny ladder when you look at it, like, to be honest. Like... Hawthorne are quite good too, aren't they? The yeah, well, and North Melbourne are up there. I'm like, what's going on? Interesting. Uh, anyway, digress. Back off my boy, Sammy Wiedemann. Mm. And... There were some groans and grumbles when he did miss that shot, and it's just not helpful. As a supporter, mm. I get it, but you just got to sit there. And and well, the crowd well, did, get probably... up, get, did ride him a little bit. He took a mark in the last quarter, and there was a good weed around the ground. But as soon as he yep. missed that shot, it just the little rumbles. You could just hear it as if his own head wasn't enough. Um, well, there was um, it wasn't a great game for the tall forwards in the end because of the weather. Like, um, well, I thought... Um, Peter Wright had a stinker, to be well, honest. Uh, can we cover a few more players? And I want to come back to Wright, yep. if that's okay. Yep, fair enough. Parrish, you mentioned 29 touches, 7 tackles, 5 clearances, 0 goals, 4. That could have been a phenomenal that game hurts. of football. Yep. Even 1 goal, 3. Well, if he kicks that last one, we do win. Yeah. That's that's the most disappointing. 2 goals, 2. That's a good game of footy. Yeah. Um, but just work rate, clearances... He gets his body in there and he cracks in and wins yep. the footy. It's just great. I still think that's back. a valuable player that, I, and I'm, you know, we talked about this a bit last year about skill and effort. You know, we need to see effort. Like you expect effort, don't we? Minimum expectation. Minimum expectation. And he brings effort. Skill, look, you can work on that. Like to be honest, I'd rather have a guy that butchers the ball every. No, I don't think he butchers the ball all the time because I saw some passes hit targets. It's a weird one because I'm forgiving of the quick kicks out of the stoppage. What frustrates mm. me more, and this is any player, not just Parrish, yep. is when you're streaming away from the stoppage and you've got numbers, you can either handball or you've got yep. space to make the kick. 
he's won the shank, the wobbly kick, yep. because you're not helping your forwards. No. A nice tidy drop punt's easier to mark than an absolute shit wobbler. Yep. And two, the shallow entries. We don't seem to yep. sometimes get the penetration on. That's what bugs me more. If you're taking a quick yeah, yeah. kick out of a stoppage, yeah, well, your kick's going to totally be 50-50 at best. And then you watch the way Merritt, someone like Merritt kicks the ball sometimes and you go, how there was one kick... He got the ball in about the defensive 50 and he just kicked oh, it over yeah. the top of... That was the fourth quarter. It was opened two of our players right like, there. Yeah. Whoa. And whoa, Sam. Weirdly, I haven't written down Merritt's numbers. That's bizarre for me. That's, he had um, a good game too. That's, that's a good segue. 31 touches, yeah. four tackles, three clearances, and nearly 600 metres gained for Zachary, captain. Mike well, very Adams. interesting looking at his heat map. It was a, He was obviously playing a, I would call a half-back role. Interesting. Now, I don't want to be the one that, that obviously points this out to you, but um, probably one of the Essendon coaches is listening to this because I think if you went back to last week, you'll recall that I said we need to probably shift a bit more better ball user down to that back half. Uh-huh. Now, I might be paraphrasing a little bit there. A little bit, yeah. I did suggest Perkins. <clears throat> I didn't probably go as bold as suggesting Merritt, Merritt. but uh, interesting, good on them for listening interest, and taking my advice. Anytime. Yeah. Interesting up. from you. Uh, I've always said you're really modest when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> what I want to talk about, Merritt, is that we've we've gushed over his game this year, you know, being captain and taking his game to a whole new level, uh, all that sort yep. of stuff. He brings a sense of calm to the crowd, to his players, I'm sure. When he goes near the ball, there's not that little panic in you that just goes, oh, shit, just pick it up. And the moment I want to touch on... <laughs> and just froth over for a minute was the tackle on Aaliyah Aaliyah oh, yeah. in the fourth quarter. Absolute mm. shirt front. Aaliyah's a much bigger dude. I could forgive Zach for not holding on particularly mm. well. Yep. Just front on tackle, holding the ball, and we scored as a result. That mm. was, I think, the first goal in the run of the three to get back in front. It's it's not just the tackle. It's your captain going in, making that tackle. It's inspiring then the rest of the team. And you just see that and go, holy shit. It's leadership. This is my guy. Mm. It's leadership. It's 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 doing what needs to be done. And other players are like, well, he's done that. I've got to commit myself. I've this got to get I those to tackles do. to stick. And yeah. not the first time, obviously, Dreamtime chasing down Dusty. There was a lot made yep. of that effort. It wasn't a tackle per se, but of that effort to affect he... the kick. <clears throat> yeah. Um, just just unreal. And that sort of game, that sort of weather against a very good side. Very good the, side. Equally the best team in the competition at the moment. Yeah, he was I just I love him, man. Absolutely. My question him. for you, Sam, at the game, what would what what do you think was going on in those first fifteen minutes? Could we roll through the plays? Okay. Is that okay? I've got a few more. I'll just, yep, just keep we're, going. We're, we're jumping around. We're trying really hard to make this structured. Two more. Two more. Yep. Called well. 24 touches, two goals, three clearances, three tackles. But that last 10 minutes, he was everywhere. I can't remember his stats for the last quarter. I think they were like, um, no, I did look at it. I don't know. Okay. Good. Come on, have a thing. Keep going. Good input. I just, you can't, oh, oh, every single player can't be everywhere all the time. That, that's okay. So when you've got your merit and your parish controlling the game in the midfield, to have Colbell float at the end and become the impactful player, kick two goals, and was involved with a very, very, very clean pickup on half forward to mm. Langford's goal in yep. that run. With a handball from the... Yep. yep. But picked up that ball so cleanly. It was beautiful. And then if I can segue into yep. Hobbs, who had 23 yep. touches, four tackles, four clearances. I think it was maybe first... Sec- or maybe... 
I remember his first or third quarter. Maybe the second quarter. I don't know. He got on top. He had a fantastic patch of about 10, 15 minutes where he won the ball. It was second quarter. There was a passage of play where he got the ball, rode a bump, a really hard bump yep. from one of the port guys, kept the footy, and then handballed, kicked or yep. kicked and found a target. Mm. We've got so much depth in that sort of well, mid-half forward. Interesting you say that because... I thought one of the, on those two, and probably more so Hobbs, I wasn't sure. I tried to look up the data, but I, the AFL thing crashed yeah, on me a few times. Yep. The refresh room. Um, when Shield came on, yes. it looked to me, and I looked a bit at the data, and it looked like Hobbs got them pushed to a half-forward role. His heat map showed more possession around that area, and his clearances, CBAs seemed to drop, whereas Shield's obviously... When I, like, you know, he well, had came straight on and went straight into the gats. Which I, there was I a like moment it. when, when they were playing really well in that fourth quarter and when I thought we were gone, uh, you know, like there was mm-hmm. a period, I think they kicked, they, they kicked, kicked the first three or something yeah. like that. Yep. And I thought, gee, that hasn't been a good move again. You know, like it, to me, it looked like Shield didn't have the pace of the game. Like he was running mm-hmm. around near the contest, but not getting to the contest. And I think he only had two or three touches too in that, which I know it's hard to do in a quarter, but he when did not f- influence the game. When you, when you bring and, on... and then to go further, I would say I also don't understand this taking Menzi off all the time because again, I thought he was important in just a bit of pressure, a bit of you know tackling and all that sort of stuff. But so anyway, she'll have two touches and three tackles. To be fair, mm. um, well, let's let's chat but about I, that. I felt There's like a... some of the drive of Hobbs had been taken away, and he'd been I thought close to best on ground at three quarter time. Certainly in the conversation. He was phenomenal, yep. just was really noticeable for 10 minutes. He was just yeah. absolutely everything yep. in the second quarter. Um, we'll chat about the sub because that's been yep. a topic of conversation. Not that you can really surf Twitter anymore. Thanks. Yeah, what's going Elon. on there? You're uh, young. What's happening? Elon's pissed off with some sort of data scraping or something or other. So he's limited the number of tweets you can see in a day. So once you get that rate limit exceeded, that's it. You just turn off Twitter. All right. So all those people trying to have conversations with the English cricket supporters at the moment is not working. No, it's not working. Probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. But a lot of, I mean, not a lot of the stats you just sort of stumble across and go, hey, that's interesting. Mm. And then you can dive deeper. That sort of comes from Twitter. So it's disappointing, Elon, if you're listening. Sort it out. Um, Sub. So first question for you then is... Number one, would you have had Dylan Shield as the sub? Uh, no, I don't think he's a very good sub. Who might you have had instead? I would have preferred, knowing the, what the weather was, I would have stuck with a small. That mm. would have been obvious. And I don't mind if it's a hind, hind yeah. or a massmo, but pace and, and, you know, pace is probably what you want to bring into a game in the third or fourth quarter. That's, you know, pretty fair. Yep. And I guess they thought Shield, but forgot, the problem with him is that he'd not played footy for you know, four weeks basically. And whereas I would have been picking someone with decent form out of the VFL and maybe even like a, um, even a Davey might've been all right, but I don't, probably not, but someone that could come on and influence the game. I think you're right with Hind because you get, mm. he's come on as a forward and he's obviously yeah, a defender. You get a forward or a defender. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And he gets pace. And pace. Whereas, and I would have thought about, I would have honestly thought about maybe even taking um, Phillips off, even though he was really good in that last quarter, a couple of big spikes. And sending Wiedemann into that ruck for the last quarter and say, just ruck your guts out, mate. Run around with Finlayson, who I thought was doing a bit of a job on us, to be to be honest, yeah, at he different was, times. he was great around the contest. Because he was playing as an extra midfielder, basically, because yeah. Phillips could not go with him. So, 
It's so, I, I just I find that the last two or three weeks we've stuffed this whole how to yeah. deal with the. I don't think Menzi was the one to sub. No, uh, I'm with you. I don't think she'll maybe made the best sub in general. I I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have taken Wiedemann off for the mental aspect of it. But I think he was it. Phillips. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Those massive uh, hitouts is an understatement. Smackouts. Mm. Mm. He belted to half forward. I mean, yeah. it wasn't in the end because we lost after the siren. But that was five seconds off the clock mm. that could have been. But clear. also, they were they were important. I thought that, that he started to. What, I think what was frustrating is that I don't think he knew how to ruck against Finlayson because he didn't know how to, and he was clearly. Heaps better than the young kid that had been dragged on out of nowhere, like out of the, the sheds to yep. come and play yep. game of footy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, back on that, you're saying how we had 40 hitouts to the 17. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a bit disappointing that we didn't have more of a clearance win. And I think that was because even a few times, um, it happened at least twice, Phillips hit it straight to Finlayson, who didn't even ruck. He just stood there and go, yeah. I'll get the crumb. And well, I think that probably affected. Phillips, and that's, that's why what made him start spiking it. He goes, "Well, I'll get you out of the contest." Forward, yeah. yeah, but it would have been great if he started that in the second quarter or third and quarter. I got to say that had hurt. It was cold. <laughs> it was raining. They, they, the they are men, 30, Sam. Thirty. Ah, fucking hell. Have you ever punched a footy? Not for how old am I? Twenty nine. Not for fifteen years. And I was a big centre half forward, so all I did was take marks. I didn't punch. <laughs> <I> didn't <laughs> big centre forward. Well, I was big for twelve. Anyway, I, I felt like. Yeah, we. It showed how important Draper is because Draper can deal with those mobile ones a bit better. Mm. Like he that doesn't mind said, hurting them. Phillips mm. really had a great game: twelve touches, four marks, five tackles, and five clearances, and thirty-three hitouts. Yep, I don't disagree with that. I think his marking was the best I've seen him. Yeah, the the, the marks probably on those kickouts from our you know points and from their points were really important. Conversion from hitouts to clearances is an issue we have across the board. We yeah. do tend to win uh, hitouts. Every week, but then sort of break even generally with clearances. Mm. So, yeah, and that frustrates me because I I think Wiedemann was probably the right option to sub. But if I don't know, it's a fine line between protecting your player and just doing what's right. Well, then you know, if Wiedemann kicks that goal, like, well, that's right. And with the wet weather, like, where it's very easy in hindsight to sit here and go, they should have subbed someone else. Mm -hmm. Hindsight. Hindsight. Um, I didn't mean to make that pun, but it worked. But I still don't agree with um, taking out a small when it's a wet. No, I agree. I I just think that seems silly to me. Like, eh, feels. Um, There's Lee Matthews. I've heard talk about this a couple of times. Mm, In that they don't get any smaller. They don't get any smaller, and in the wet. Mm. We only really had the three super tall players. Like, you're not going to sub Dirk Thatcher. That's never going to happen. God, no. So it was really only going to be right who you're not subbing Phillips or Wiedemann. And I but don't you could have... mind the fact that they stayed on. But whether or not yep. Menzi was the one. But you could have, like, I mean, you could have taken someone like a Jake Kelly or, a, you know, and, and shuffled someone around. Like, you know, yeah. like. Hepple, it doesn't it always it doesn't always have to be a forward. Like that's the thing though. Can't it be a backman? Like at the time and I can't remember exactly when she'll come on, like we, we had to win the game, like you know, in that last basically. quarter. We had to kick a lot of goals. Yeah. So. Look, I yeah, I don't know if there was any much better option, but I just I don't think Shield was the right sub. If you're taking Menzi off behind, it might be a bit of a different <clears> conversation then. It might be more about the fact that it was Shield. We don't need another midfielder like that. I just don't think Shield should be a sub. He's no. just 
he needs to like he needs to play a full game of VFL. To be honest, let, I would be saying okay, VFL well, for a game. Honestly, thirty touches. Hobbs has taken his spot. Yeah, I agree. Hobbs is, and Hobbs is a twenty. I'm going to say twenty. 21? 20, yeah, 22nd year. 20. 20. Um, 20-year-old player who in the last five weeks has done a bit of a parish a couple of years ago who once given the opportunity to play midfield to go, it's hard to see him being pushed out. Like, you mm. just, like, again, we talk about this. a lot longer. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, parish got, took a lot longer to get a go. Yeah, that's what I mean. We talk about this development of the team and, and where we want to go forward. And, like, we, we want to see guys like Hobbs just given the opportunity. And now you have to say to Shield, well, you have to work around that. Like, yeah, and, you might even have to play VFL, or you might have to play a different role. I, it's not even like play the kids. Hobbs no, is holding it's not. his own. Play the better football player by a mile, holding his own. And play the, and I reckon you could maybe say to be he's the more informed player. Well, that's right. And I think yeah. it says a little bit that Shield wasn't just brought back in. I think last yeah. year we would have seen him just come straight back in. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. merit parish those sort of players. They come straight back in. I'm okay with that. They're pure class. Shield's not in that category. Nope. I think Truck thought he was. You know, when he yep. fake dropped him. <laughs> fake dropped him. That was funny that moment. Is mm. it is it just an opportunity that the coaches went, Well, we can put him a sub and then he gets minutes but not a full game? Was it mm. did they really maybe not expect to be in the game at that point? Yep. And then the question for later on is with Sardis' form oh, in the VFL. Oh, I won't I won't Say any more, but then good. there's another whole conversation we're having in about another 15 minutes of this podcast. Is you know, he that has to say, I'm I'm ready. I, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. I've got some opinions. Yep. Um, yep. you mentioned Ooh. earlier Peter Wright, and Boyda. I shocking game. I was with you initially. Oh, I'm getting free money on WhatsApp from an American number. Cool. Um, I won't even ask how or why. Yeah, I hate WhatsApp. Move on. I thought, I thought, yeah, he hasn't really had an impact. But what he did do mm. well, whether that was through by design or not, was kept Aaliyah really out of the game. Aaliyah maybe mm. had three intercept possessions. I can remember him taking three intercept marks. Yeah, he only had 11 disposals for the game. So that's, you know, he hasn't, that's not a lot. And he had eight intercept marks. possessions. That's quite a bit higher yep. than I would have thought. But I only remember but him only taking three the three marks. marks. So... Yep. And I think this sort of tailors in tailors tails into the umpire conversation. I think mm. Wright certainly could have had some free kicks yep. for the for the scragging. Mm. But there's think... one very clear one where you saw like Wright's jump, like he got front on contact, and then he got his jumper pulled by the other player, and you're like, well, that's you could have picked two there. Yeah, and I know big forwards, goals, all that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, if He's kept a guy like Aaliyah, who normally does tear us a new one, Aaliyah, Darcy Moore, that kind of player. Mm. Eh. But we're, I, we're I still, still competitive. That's fine, but he still needs to kick a goal. Like, he can't. I agree. Like, and six possessions, no goals, no yeah. shots. I don't think he even had a shot, did he? I think he had one that dropped short from like Didn't make 50. distance or. Yeah. yeah so, I, I mean, it's a bad game, dirty game, but second game back. No, third, second game, third back. Third. Carlton. Third. Freo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, meh. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, I think it's bad, but, but I would, I would be a little bit. I'll got to play better next week. Yeah, I think team, what it did for the team with the leader was was beneficial at least. Uh, the umpires, a lot of mm-hmm. rabid Essendon supporters, uh, members around me. I try, I try to 
I, when I'm sitting there watching it, I try to look for the reason why the umpire didn't pay it. I find it helps my sanity. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a free kick against mm-hmm. us, why yeah, he didn't right. pay it. So the one, I think it was Rosie running, he ran like from behind Senna yep. all the way yep. into the 50 and then got absolutely coat hanged yep. by McGrath. And yep. there were people sitting there going, oh, he ducked you. No, he didn't. No, I just clearly no, around the face. Like that's a that's a fine. I don't have a problem with that. That's a free. What kick. frustrates me more is the ones that we don't get paid. Yeah. So the, the, I remember Narco got getting caught cold yep. at least twice. Yep. Uh, Boat got caught cold once. Yep. Several times they got spun around four times and yep. handball. And sure, the ball fell handballed. out, and the umpire said, "Play on." And but go, even oh, even when they handball it, they've they've had three hours to get rid of it. Mm. And. You, I think you, it's more about how they get rid of it at that stage for me. Like, if they're not getting rid of it, correct disposal, then that's holding the ball. Mm. If the umpire's thinking, oh, that tackle hasn't lasted long, then you handball away, then that's... Again, that goes back to your theory of, like, I can see what he's saying there. I don't agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, can see what he's saying. I can accept it's when it. when I see the ball not being a handball, I'm like, well, that's holding the ball, man. You haven't... You've been... You've had the ball. You tackled. You didn't dispose of it correctly. Yeah. Oh. Um, Darcy Parrish gave away one too that was hotly yeah. debated and I was just kind of like, well, no, he's taking his eyes off the ball and absolutely clattered into the port guy. You can't do that. Um, so I'm kind of I was defending impressed with how many free kicks Laverde didn't give out. I was worried in that first quarter. I want to talk, can we now quickly talk about the first 15 minutes? Yeah, okay. So I've got it written down here, right? Yeah. Port really didn't... Send this to me. Port really didn't convert their quarter one dominance. Yep. And we didn't convert our quarter three dominance. But the quarter the, the quarter one dominance was very concerning. Yes. Because um, I, I was watching that going, geez, we're, you know, like we have not started where they look like they are just everywhere, you know. And I was watching a uh, big fella, what's his name? Um, there, um, forward. Um, Dixon. Right. We need to talk about Dixon actually as well. Dixon. Um. What it was for me, you you sort of asked the question before. What happened? Yep. We two main factors. One, we could we were not clean. If the ball's on the ground, we fumbled. They did not. Yep. And there is nothing more stark and obvious in a game of football than when your opposition's clean and you're not. It just it's awful. Mm-hmm. And two, they're set up around the stoppages or the contested ball. They always have one or two on the outside ready for that handball, and they yeah. got it every time. Yep. So they it turned from a scrap into their free ball. Scrap, they got the ball. And it just happened it took over, us a while to work over that out. and over again. But we did, and that's the key thing, I think, to mention, mm. is we did work it out. Second and third quarter, they didn't get it. When they were on top early in the fourth, they kind of got it back a little bit. Yep. Not so much us being sloppy, but they just got that structure back. And then, again, though, we fixed it on the run. Yeah, we and I think there's some real positives. Like, what I wanted to just quickly say was that so that 15 minutes, they dominated, like eight scoring shots, seven scoring shots, whatever it was, they would have had a lot of more possessions, a lot of the, you know, clearances, everything was going their way. And I thought, geez, this is bad. But to our credit, for the next two and a half quarters, we turned the game on its head. And at certain stages, as you were saying, in that third quarter, we looked the better team by a bit. Third and that, quarter, pretty that much. That is a surprise. That's the big, mm. that's the big takeaway. The result, disappointing, but... And then in the fourth quarter, they did it to us again. And we fixed it on the run, which... We fixed it again. That is very unlike us. The third quarter... I agree. Yeah, I do. We we need to stop saying that because we do do a bit of the whole, or oh, last year we wouldn't have done these. Let's just focus on the next. Well, last year's last year. I mean, that's still that's, pretty fresh in our memories. Yeah, no, it's not no, like no, we're no. talking about 10 years ago. 
in the third quarter, I think it was unfortunate in a way that that's when it rained. And mm. it, looked, it looked horrendous on TV, I'm pretty sure. It was it a very, very heavy mist. Oh, really? So it wasn't... And I know this it wasn't is a, much heavy rain. It wasn't rain. It was very, no. very heavy mist, which is why it looked so phenomenal against the lights. Yeah, no, fair enough. Definitely wet. Like, I got soaking wet sitting there. <laughs> but it, it would have been worse if it was heavy rain, trust me. Um, yeah. So we kicked, I think, three goals to one in the third quarter. And it was poss- just unlucky. You can't help the weather, of course. But no, possibly unlucky that we just couldn't convert a bit more. So that's impressive. To to take on second on the ladder, who have won 11 in a row, I think it was 11, mm. and be well, better than them for an entire, pretty much an entire quarter. Mm-hmm. It was great. And I walked out of that ground going, Jesus, that was such, it, as a whole, I know there were moments we fucked up and we yep. weren't good for the first quarter, whatever. As a yep. whole, it was a bloody good game of football against bloody good opposition and a apart from the first 15 minutes, they did not give up. They just kept going and going and going, tackle and chasing. The effort was as good as I've seen in exactly. a long time. That's what I wanted to say too, was the effort of the 22 or three was about as good as we can expect. Like skill, we, we can work on that. We need mm-hmm. to work on that. We need to work on that for a while. But if we continue to turn up to games like that, with that effort for four quarters, and it was, you know, there were, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here, but it was a four-quarter game, really. Mm. Well, yeah. Then and we will though... shake a lot of teams. And, you know, like the next three weeks, we've got a team above us by one, team below yeah, us by I'm one, us. Yep. and then a team above us by two. Yeah. So really um, interesting next three games. Next week, I mean, we'll, we'll cover next week later, but yeah. next week's going to be tough, I think. But, you know, like that's what I'm saying, though. Next three weeks, if we put that effort in, I would argue, I still think Geelong are a bogey team, but, you know, like great opportunities to find out what we're like. We've talked about a little bit that we think we're at capacity. With mm. with the players we've got, with what we're dealing with, I don't think we could be asking for a whole lot more. Again, yes, there's moments. But, Parrish kicks two but, goals too, all yep. that sort of thing. But but in that game, you think, well, the like with there. the way Caldwell played, the way Hobbs played, way we know Merritt can play, Parrish is back, you know, like if we can get Draper back into that team, then all of a sudden, if those guys keep playing the way they're playing, maybe there is a little bit still more improvement in there this year. And there's still Sardis to come in at some point. Sardis, we talk about him. Beautiful um, number five. I, I wrote this bit on the train because I'll start to write sort of stuff down when it's fresh. Otherwise, I'm Because you want to look impressive to the girls. Oh, look at him writing I'm, stuff. Honestly, the train, ride, the train home was appalling. So definitely not the not the case. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the most sure I've I've been that we're a decent side. Mm-hmm. And we we even we talk about menu that it's not always the result when you're playing second on the ladder. You've got to just take it a little bit in context. And yep, we should have won when you go a goal up or when you go in front with a minute and twenty eight seconds left, whatever it was. Yeah, you should probably win. Well, we kick after the siren is just sucks. It just, it does. But mm. that was a brilliant moment for them and a brilliant kick from Houston. Mm. Dramatic, but whatever. It's why I go to footy, really. Is yeah. those it's, games. It's, I don't, like, it's very different to say the Brisbane and Geelong games where you get flogged. We're just out of game. it, yeah. I mean, Brisbane, we were in at yeah. half time. It's, but that Geelong it's game was shocking. Yep, and there'll be... 
Well, we, even against the Richmond, where it turned our way and we got the kick late to win one. It, yeah, and that's right. And that was the last game I went to. So, yeah, yeah thanks, Essendon. You should go to more. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it hurts, but it's there's, there's got to be a little, like it's got to be a little blue. Um, is it blue lining? No, silver lining. Silver lining. Got you've right, got yeah. to, as an Essendon supporter, you've got to have your heart just a little bit happy today. Yep. And Sunday, just going. I mean, it could be worse. You could be an English supporter. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. I know you want to talk about it. Crickets, cricket fans, wait till the end. We'll have a chat about the Ashes. Um, Anyone else you want to mention? Not at, it's not at this point. I was going to jump into the socials, if that's yep, okay right. with Let's you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put a post up on Sunday when I thought we were going to do the podcast, but anyway, that's all right. Oops. Um, that's fine. Shit happens. Um, that's fine. Uh, Jasmine Lee. Zach Merritt is our best ever captain. Big call. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, certain Jay Heard would have something to say about that. I'm going to go. I'm going to assume Jasmine is in their early twenties. I can only see a very small photo, and I'm not going stalking. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, he's certainly become a player I did not expect to happen so quickly. I thought maybe in a few years he might be, you know, but the, the twelve month or six month maybe, evolution yeah. of him, yeah, has incredible. been phenomenal. Yep. Um, Scott, Scott, Scott Robertson. Have to stop losing these types of games. Dump kick yeah. like Martins have to be low and hard in those conditions, not floated, inviting trouble. Yeah. Falling for that, we force one more stoppage and we win. Just yeah, have to get better. Could have just handballed it for another 30 seconds. Yeah, but, but that's, that's, that's hindsight. It's a beautiful thing. You kicked it low and hard. Someone might have marked it closer. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, can't blame skill. Like, effort was there. They would train very hard for those situations. Yep. And I think for the most part, we handled it well. You don't, I would. I did not expect a Port Adelaide, any player after a game of full game of football to be able to kick fifty five metres <laughs> in the wet. That should right. have been a fairly safe option, really. Yep. It was just a yeah. moment of brilliance. And, and seriously, it was. If it had been a metre shorter, like we, we it doesn't make the, the line. With yeah, the not even a metre. It was. Yeah. Oh, how good was the goal umpire? Oh, goal umpire. That man just call it straight away. Go boom, it's goal. And he was not in a good place. No, he was. But no, like, but that's you know that's different to a twenty-five meter out on a bit of an angle. Correct. And yeah, if, like, if, if Marto, you can got, kick it from there, mate, you can win the game. If Marto like, had um, got Elliot last year, you yeah, can kick exactly. it, you can win it. And then in Anzac Day, he missed one from the exact same spot, didn't even score. Yep. Prick. Um, <laughs> if Marto, if Marto does, if Marto had got the ball and try to take off, uh, cross the goal, yeah. kick fifty meters, and missed it by twenty meters, yeah. Issues, or but, if he'd just been tackled and holding the ball and had a yep. shot from twenty five minutes out, like you know, yeah, I yeah. just, I, I, I can understand the frustration, but we can't focus on it that like it's. And we did we beat Richmond in very similar circumstance, so it's it's the like it's the it the things you should be thinking about. Let's say Wiedemann kicks his, Parish kicks one of his, you know, a couple of goals in that third quarter. We could have probably you know, it who was knows? Pretty basic skill errors, and that wasn't. The it's not one. that one moment. Yeah. It's there's four or five, yeah. and it's skill errors. It's it's usually our biggest problem still is skill errors. We are our and own worst enemy. We're working on it for sure. Um, Michael Gig has a bit of a long comment, so I might paraphrase here a little bit, Michael. Um, so glad we didn't roll over and get pumped when they kicked three or four in a row. Yeah, same. Um. We dug I think that's in. a maturity. Absolutely. Mm. Dug our heels in and claw back in front. Heartbreaking to lose after the siren, but fair play to Houston. Absolute belter of a kick. Yep. Yeah. No issues there. Uh like to see more intent going forward. Eyes down leading out. We're bombing and hack. Mm. Bombing hack kicks in. I'd love to see some leading forwards from us. Is yeah. that a crime? Like it's hard in today's game. 
unless you'd get the turnover. Still, just a couple that I've seen other teams do it, Sam. I've watched other football. Mm. Yeah, other forwards lead at the ball. It's usually off turnover, and that's where you have the space. No, even when they just like when there's somebody play with seventy out, they will still make a lead, and they'll just oh, I can hit that target or have a go at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Plenty of upside from a loss. Merritt is an absolute unit. That tackle on Alia was elite. Elite. He's nice. been my super coach captain, actually. He had like 150 or 160. I was pretty happy. Uh, Michael Nan, super proud of the effort and fight. The old us would have been beaten by 80. Again, I don't like the references yeah. to the old us, but we did lose to Port Adelaide by 80-odd last year, so fair enough. The old us is only last year, Sam. I think that's I a fair statement. I yeah. know. Last week, really. Maybe um, in two years' time, we'll say the old us, oh, we would have lost that by a kick on the siren. To Dan Houston, prick. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Phil, our mate Phil. Oh, super Phil. Phil, good content as always. It's quite a long comment. So again, apologies, Phil. I'm going to have to paraphrase a little bit. Oh, come on, Sam. Show the commitment. Uh, all right. I'll read it verbatim. How boring. Okay, okay. Umpire, umpire, single. We're shit. Parish can't kick. Weeds needs to go back to the VFL, blah, 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 blah. Excuses. It won't change a damn thing. The results been registered and we fell short. That was satire. Took me a couple of times reading it to realise he was taking the mickey out of the people saying it. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, I got there, Phil. Aside from that, we had 20 to 25 minutes of football where we just didn't perform like the rest. Yeah. And the other 95 to 100 were great. Um, yep. Started slow in the fourth quarter. These periods of the game ultimately cost us. Yep. They kicked six, four, to just one behind by us. Not sure. Um, managed to get back on top. Sorry, I'm just getting <laughs> Yeah, stop. He gave votes. He gave admit. votes. If yep. I can just read out the votes. Yep. Three Love to it. Parish, two to Caldwell, one to Phillips. Yeah, solid. From Phil. I um I did have a look on that evil website where they blitz the bomber thing. It's not an evil website. I'm sure plenty of our listeners are on Bomber Blitz. I'm sure it is, but God, it's negative. Like, yeah, I got like they all parish is shit, and you know everyone's shit, and oh my God, Jesus! I, I, I seriously, I went there for about a minute and went, no, I can't read this. Like, it's just so angry and so like it just seems I don't very know. reactive, and I think that's mm. where we have to be careful with what we say. I can understand why Parish would want to leave the bloody club, to be honest, and go to Geelong. Where I'm they, sure he's not they... sitting there on Bomber Blitz. Late yeah, night. I hope to God he's not. He's not Nate off um, <laughs> Ted Lasso sitting there looking at all his socials all night, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. His last name? Well, look at you with the Ted Lasso reference. I get it now. Yeah, it's finally caught up with the damn series. Can't remember. Nate, Nate, Nate Shelley. That's right. Yeah. Major West Ham. Uh, a bit of love for Phillips. Saying it was a great game from him. Um A few comments around the fact that Houston went off the line. I promise you he didn't. It was a fair oh. kick. Just need to move on. From Even the, the the paused um, vision of it. Yeah, he's, I saw that he's too. Like, he's, he's like that far. He's right on it. It's not yeah. an issue. It's, that's whatsoever. not the problem again. Um, the one comment I did say, I don't remember who was on the on the mark. Hmm. I think, but you know. people saying that we should have had a ruckman on the mark. We only had one. Well, that's the problem. And then if if the kick had travel, if it done the exact, exact same thing would happen, and we had the ruckman yep. on the mark, not on the line. We'd be sitting there going, geez, the Ruckman should have been on the line, shouldn't he? Really? Yep. The yep. Ruckman was in the so right. So I think spot. they're thinking of Collingwood where they put Cox on the um on the mark. Because yes. he's then, very good at that. Yeah. And then they send someone like they've got more down in, in the on the on the goal square. Yeah, I think you just you, you, Oh, you could see that there was three or four Essendon players like giving their all to try and make that up. Oh point. yeah, like I said before, that poor goal umpire got freaking yep. owned. 
<laughs> he got sat on at some point. Um, anyway, not to be it, super proud mm. of the effort to drag us back into it and give 38,000 people. It sounded like 70. Pretty crappy crowd. Uh, there were some mitigating factors there because I was the same. I was like, we, we want to move away from Marvel. We get a game at the G and we get 38,000 people. Like, come on. There were two major train lines down. Oh, which right. didn't help yeah. from yep. the northern suburbs. Weather puts people off, that's only fair. Um, yep. And there was yep. another something else as well with to do with transport, roads closed or something. So fair enough. But I do, I do hope we keep getting games like that at the G because it's so much better. Yeah. So much better. Right, shall we jump the into... FL? Well, should we jump into votes? We need to do our votes. Okay, yes, let's first. do our votes. I wrote them down. I'm not so sure about mine anymore, but anyway. Okay, three to Caldwell. Just, What's wrong with that? Just drag. No, I'm not that bad. That bit's okay. Two, two to Phillips. I do have a bit of this mentality where I, I get sucked in by players who have been criticised. So when they have a good game, I really, I really enjoy them having a good game. And Hobbs. I thought he had a decent game, but it's not anything I personally would. Yeah. I thought it was his better game in a fair few weeks, but okay. he still, he was up against. Nobody. Yeah, I know, like, and this is why the kid who's never played AFL before and Finlayson. This who... is why we both do votes. Uh, yep, two to Phillips, one to Hobbs for me. Yep, Hobbs was great, and you should be grateful I'm giving a vote to a Ruckman. So, I of course, me, you and your Ruckmans. So I went with three for Caldwell too. I thought he had a, a super game. Yep. Um, two for Parish. Yep, and one for Hobbs. Yep, perfectly reasonable. Could have chucked Merritt in there. Um, if, if Hobbs kicks, uh, sorry, if. Parish kicks one goal, three, or two goals, two. Oh, it's a three-fight game. Now, I had a quick look at um, a player who I think we'll all agree is a very, very good player in um, Christian Petrarca. Oh, yeah, big old track, yep. Now, he had, um, I think, oh, hang on. Oh, I've lost his numbers. But he kicked, um, like, one goal, three or something for his last game. Are you talking about yesterday? Yes. Uh, Christian Petrarca kicked zero goals, four. Oh, exactly there you go. the same as Merritt. Now I and don't think you'd be going. Points. I don't think North. Oh, sorry, Melbourne supporters be going around. We should get rid of Petrarca. He no. can't kick. So I, I in, sometimes you need to look at other clubs and see these guys that you think are superstars and go. Well, what do they actually do? To oh, they be, miss goals too. To just be the devil's advocate, Petrarca's won a flag. Yeah, and possibly a Norm but, Smith. Who won the Norm I'm Smith? I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's not better, but I'm just saying that. He's a guy who I think when you think of silky skills, don't you? Yeah, yeah, he's very good at football. And the other thing you have to factor in here is that we as supporters, mm. and I put both of us in that category, nuffies. we are nuffies. Mm. And we have starved of success. We have been through the absolute ringer. So quite a few of us are a bit negative and a bit jaded, and that's okay. Fair enough. We'll I, just wanted to, I just wanted to point it out. That's One all. last thing before I move on to the VFL. Mm-hmm. I just want to mention that there's a new logo floating around the ground before games and during the yes, game. If anyone's interested, <laughs> the same plane but all red. Just want to put that out there because no one better. cares. It's a, it's a whole different logo. No one's even mentioned it. No one's looked at it. No one's thought about it. So, Well, you sent me a picture and I thought, well, that looks better already. Yeah, it's still, red and black. still flying down, but it's red. It looks much We can work on that. Hmm. <clears throat> Right, the we'll win one. a premiership and then we have to fly down. We can't, can't go any higher. Yeah, yeah. It's like our stupid twenty sixteen. Uh, we should have flipped our down Collingwood supporter at work who goes, oh, "No one, we, we, no one can. Oh, we haven't beaten anyone above us." My God, um, I use that term endearingly. VFL, Vuffle. Vuffle? Vuffle. Uh How about us? We beat the top team. 
Essington, Essendon, not Essington, Essendon, how dare I? 11 11 77 to Gold Coast 12 4 76. Now, Gold Coast, for reference, have played 13 1 11 with 170%. Mm. And I'm fairly certain they lost to Richmond after the siren last week. Really? Yeah, they did actually. They, no, no, I they, saw sorry, that they, the flogged, they flogged Hawthorne last week. It was the week before. Yeah, no? they, they'll kick. Yep, Richmond. And there was the guy, the guy who kicked that had already kicked an after the siren goal that year already from Richmond. Richmond beat someone after the siren. Anyway, yeah. this is why you do your research before you press the record button. That's right. Let's is move on. Is, is what it is. Um, we were winless, Sardis. winless in ten, or winless in nine, nine straight losses, and then beat top. I, don't, I can't think of a more. Let's just talk about Sardis. Thing to do. Voss kicked two. Sardis. Mancuda kicked two. Cox Sardis. won one, and apparently had some very good uh, moments late on. Yep, I saw a bit of it. Yep. Hind, 23 touches. Walla with the critical point. Um, he had 18 disposals too. Yeah. And a young man. Alwyn Davy Jr. had 23. Yes, Did you want to mention that? Yes, yes. Oh, I thought you wanted me to talk about fucking Sardis. Well, I'd given up. But anyway, <laughs> Sardis. Elijah Sardis. Uh, 20, sorry, 33 disposals. 21. 35. Okay, again, on the app I'm on, it says 23. It says 33 disposals. All right, I'm just... No, well, it got updated today. I read about it. Okay. Eight tackles, 21 of them kicks, probably 23. Who knows? 125 Dream Team. Mm. And he's just... He's gone from sort of politely knocking on the door to the fist. He's banging just a little bit. Mm. I, I I don't know who comes out. I don't want to have that conversation. Smelling. Get him in. Oh, we Smelling need... comes out. Just, just for our own little hearts, we need to see that in the AFL. Snelling comes out. Snelling played. I had a little bit of look, look at this. And I had a bit of a think. So Snelling played oh, a sort you. of a half mid, a half wing role. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, to be honest, but it's just I don't know. Um, but Snelling played a half sort of. He had a bit of time on the wing mm-hmm. and a bit of half time half forward. So I'm like, well, he's the perfect replacement because you can get a guy that can kick a bit better, can run. I and did. I must more. say, I did like having Snelling in the wet in that sort of game. Yes, I agree. But yeah, I agreed that he's sort but of. But as you say, you've got to take someone out. The fringe-ish one. Mm. And oh, if you look, can, I don't have... want this to be. This is not a knock on Snelling. No, either. no, no, this no. Is not... It's pressure. But on this spots. is how their team this has to get better. We this can't just good. go. Oh, but Snelling's a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I agree wholeheartedly. You have got to make tough decisions. Yep. Guys have missed grand finals on these decisions. Exactly. Um. If you if you can have thirty plus touches and he's had managed eight tackles, you're doing something right. You're in against the best team in the VFL, the best team in your competition. Yep. That's your output. Yep. If you've been the best player against the best team, then you're about yeah. I'm ready for I'm ready for AFL. I want and, him in. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say, and with the run we've got coming up against three very good teams, great opportunity. For great him. opportunity. I want him to come in as soon as possible. Obviously, if I can romanticize just a little bit. About him coming in against North Melbourne? No, it's too far away. I know, but just the whole, the whole, who's their players they got? Wardlaw and Sheasel. The Warlord. One I forgot. You know, there's a bit of a yeah, but thing I, there. I understand what you're saying, but I would like it, prefer it if he got a few games under his belt before I he hit them so then he's got some form. I understand what you're saying, but I still think you're full of shit is essentially what you just told me. Mm. Anyway, no, I, and I right. hope he, if he does get picked, I hope it's not his sub. Like, I don't want him to. No, I don't no, think no, that's no. fair you don't, you don't to come in and play a sub role. Debutants. I'd be more than happy if he played three quarters and then they subbed him off. Mm-hmm. I think. And then you could bring Sheil in. See, that would work for me. I'd be okay in that world. Give him another week in the twos. 
just to establish. I'm okay with that. But yep. yeah, he's close, I would hope. Oh, I would imagine very close, yes. But I, I don't mind that either. Another week in the twos. So would that lead us to a conversation of ins and outs for next week? Who would you like to see? Are you, are you saying there's a segue? I am saying that's a segue. It actually appears as though we have the buy in the VFL next week. No, I meant the, the AFL. Yeah, 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 I know that. But I'm saying Sartis won't be playing VFL next week. Oh, so then he plays. So surely then he just plays AFL. Come yeah. on. Holy Brad, if you're listening. Didn't they just have a buy like four yeah, weeks I ago? Yeah, I It's weird. There's anyway. 23 teams in that competition. Why do they have buys? Not because there's 23, I suppose. But. That would only require the one buy because there's two. No, oh, I don't know how many weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Days. I really don't know. Anyway, whatever. They had a buy when we had a buy, so yeah, you're right. But stupid. There's nothing. And well, why is it called the VFL too? That's stupid too. That really annoys me. Because the NECFL doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, why can't it just be called the AFLR reserves? Well, because it's not the AFL reserves. Because there's a sandful in the waffle. Well, why can't they just come up with a whole new Which, name? The Eastern see... Seaboard FL. Yeah, the Eastern Football League. There you go. Yeah. Solved it. I'm coming for it's you. It's just shit calling it the VFL. Oh, it is. I, I don't disagree, but whatever. You're getting worked up for not much. I'm getting worked up. I'm sorry. Um, next week, we play Adelaide at Marvel on Sunday afternoon, 3.20. Shit time slot. But hey, who? At least it's not 4.40. Good time for a beer. Yes. Um, no forced changes, I don't believe. And Draper won't be back. No Draper. So my little head, well, big head, tiny brain, says <clears throat> I'll jump on your bandwagon outsnailing in Thartus. I would also take Shield out and maybe bring Hind in as that. So yeah. I'd have Snelling and Shield out and Sardis and Hind in. I'm okay with that world, particularly against Adelaide, who seem to strike me as a very fast team. They seem to, they and like when I think of their small four, like they're they're a bit different. So they've got um, the big Texan, mm, the big big boy, racist, um, and leading the Coleman, yeah, somehow. And Fogarty, who we we yeah, wanted a few years ago. Mm. You and I are like, oh, he's a good player. Um, but I would say that just off the top, they feel like they're only too tall. Oh, they've got um that other funny last name kid, um. Oh, what's his name? Oh, he, he was like a number three pick a few years ago. He's a ruckman oh, forward. Oh, I know exactly who you mean. He's from Adelaide. Anyway, so they're their tools. And, but it's their smalls like Rochelle, um, the guy that came from Gold Coast. who Franken, Franken who Phil kicked Thorpe. five, I think. Hey, Phil Thorpe, that's Phil it. Thorpe yeah, three. He kicked, I think Rankin kicked five on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, Rankin kicked five, career high. Yeah, so I think Rochelle's it's going to be player. a bit of the same old, same old, in that I, I think we've got the players to cover that. But it's going to be Tex. That strong, oh, but I, powerful. Well, I can forward. just go to him, and he has to deal with that. Well, I've had a good game, just quietly. Um, yeah, he did have a good game, actually. Worth mentioning. A couple of weeks ago, I, th- I would have, I would have had this as one we probably should win. Mm. Adelaide have been super impressive against oh. Collingwood at G, mm. and then have sort of done a number on North Melbourne, but. Well, in the second half there. Um, what about Kelly? I thought he was a bit, not much. I still think we're too slow with Heppel, Kelly and yep. Lav. But I'm I okay agree. with what you suggested with Shield for Hind. 
Well, I would, if you wanted, I'd push maybe if Shield comes into the scene fully and then um, Kelly comes out behind. Oh, no, that wouldn't work. But eh. Let's not get too much into it. Yeah. Do you you know, think... I think there's a few changes. I was a bit disappointed, to be honest, on that, on the, the non-changes for this game after how ordinary we were against Frio that I felt like uh, it was, everyone got a pass mark. I'm like, oh, no one got punished? Meh. I mean, Only it was Brian. fine. We played... Hey? Only Brian. Yeah, it was Brian, really? the kid. Yeah. Anyway. First first game for a long time, we haven't had a late change. Yeah. Brian in. Uh, I say the VFL women's had a good win too. Yes, and they're in finals. Yeah. Good job bringing that up. Good for Fly us. On the flag. Yeah. Running premiers in the VFLW. Yep. Um, can I have a tip for the Crom, please? Two Adelaide teams in two weeks. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I think we can do them. I think that they're um they're probably that 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 will match up really well with them in the midfield. They've got you know some pretty good lead and Sloan and Keys and a few guys mm-hmm. like that um, mm-hmm. rolling through there who are pretty good players. They'll probably try and tag either Merritt or Parish. They'll send Keys, I reckon, to one of those ones, probably Parish, you'd think. Um, but I think that now with Hobbs and Caldwell doing what they do, that we, if we're smart, we'll probably send, um, or oh, Dawson's the other one for them, has been playing yes, pretty Dawson's good. Dawson's very good. Brown lane. Yeah. They might send someone like Caldwell just to run around with um, Lady and just give him a little cuddle every so often. Okay. Um, hey. Perkins. He played direct on Crips. Yeah. Per- Perkins that. played well, actually, on the weekend, too. I thought he was pretty good. Did a couple of great Perkinators where he just stepped around someone making them I just fools. say, for the first time, I really struggled to pick Perkins apart from Caldwell. That's and I'm serious. not sure if that's just me. But yeah. every time Caldwell went near the ball, I thought it was Perkins. Every time Perkins went near the ball, I thought it was Caldwell. We all thought they both had really good games then. Hmm. Yeah, Jeez. it was great. Early touches each. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, we'll go us by three goals. I'll say us by two. I'm not, I probably can't handle another close game, but I'm wary that they're quick mm. and Marvel. And I don't really Well, Marvel, like I think, should suit us, though. Marvel. We don't really. mind a quick game, though. Like, we don't mind moving the ball well, quickly. As long as we get a hind or someone like that in, yeah, sure. Mm. And I think Peter Wright will be better at, at, at ground like that, too. Yeah, well, without the heavy, heavy mist, it'd be great. Yep. Right. Um, just on that, Sam, um, mm-hmm. footy tipping, do you yep. know how to do it? Did you realise the last two weeks I've just gone the opposite? Mm. And you still <laughs> see what big happens. Zero. See what happens. Uh, I'm tanking. False sense of security for everyone else. I'll get number no, one draft pick and I'll be all right next year. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I remember that. Or I'll get relegated into Division 2. Who cares? We should have a preparation relegation, yeah. Speaks yeah. volumes when the person that knows nothing about football is winning. Um, I've had a chat to her and I reckon it's a little bit of her old man's influence. I think so too. She... She's forgotten to tip the last two Thursday night games and yep. tells me how good she is because she hasn't tipped and still has a two-tip lead, whatever it is. I'm coming. I'm coming for her. Like I'm only, I think, three or four behind now. Yeah, you, you, you've gone up. Anyway, no one cares about our tipping comp. Um, Sorry. What people do care about is the cricket. Oh, the God. Ashes. Can we quickly talk cricket? We can absolutely talk cricket because I haven't talked to you about it yet. Aussies 2-0 up. As we yes. would all know by now, some interesting, interesting things. So I want to get your takes on two things in particular. And yep. if you've been watching anyone, you'll know exactly what I'm about to talk about. Yep. The Stark 
non-catch, first of all. Yep. How do you feel? Uh, I did not know that. I would have thought that was a mark. And that I understand that when they explained it, oh, sorry, catch. When they explained it to me with the grounding of the ball, I was like, oh, I guess so. The ball has Can hit I the ground. But then they you... talk about, but he's got to be in control. And go, well, he looks like he's in control. Can I guess. I give you an explanation that really turned it for me? Yep. So I was fuming. Yeah. I was like, that is the cleanest catch you'll ever see. Yep. It was a lovely catch on the move. Beautiful catch. That. And then he just puts his hands out so he doesn't place the hand. But the explanation that I saw that really went, I went, ah, okay, fair enough, was if he'd taken the catch and hit his elbow on the ground and then it had jarred out, yep. it's not a catch. So the fact yep. he controlled it initially doesn't is really yep. matter yeah. for too much. If he'd put his hand face up, and he's part, like the back of his hand on the ground and skidded that way, the yep. ball might have bobbled out, not a catch. By yep. putting the gra- the ball on the grass, he the took out that risk. Yep. And the ball yeah. was on the ground. That's fair enough. I, I, look, I didn't have a problem. When that, like when I watched it, I thought, oh, well, that's a catch. When they said no, and they described it, I went, oh, well, that's fair enough. That sucks. But yeah, that that's fair enough. That's cricket. You know, that that's was my... Cricket. That is cricket. That is cricket. Sorry. Then with the again. next one you're going to ask me Well, about I'll, I'll introduce it. So Johnny Besto, yeah. if you're listening... Um, what are you doing? You should be asleep, Johnny. What are you doing? Yeah. I will talk about what's going on. You and I played cricket. Yeah, we have. You don't wander around. What's What's fascinating to me, obviously, the, we're talking the best of walking out of the crease and being stumped. Yep. Kerry was all in one motion. He took the ball and yeah. threw it. There was no pause. There was no, or oh, nope. should I, shouldn't I? He just took the ball and threw it back at his stumps. And when he'd been he watching released it for the, the three ball, balls before. When he released the ball, Bairstow was in his crease. Correct. If Bairstow had any awareness whatsoever, he's not leaving that crease. And, and all these yeah. little tears, they're crying and they're not going to have a mm. beer with us and it's not in the spirit of the get Fine. Bairstow's tried it. Before Besto tried it in the first innings in the to exact Lavishay. same game, Baz McCallum but did it. Guess twice. what? Besto's too shit to throw the ball properly and yeah. missed the stumps. McCallum's done it twice in his career. Yeah, like fuck off, England. And you said it. I don't know if you said it on air, on air. What the am I on about? On the pod or just to me? But I've never hated the Poms more in mm. terms of cricket. Yeah, I am. I hope we smash them in the next one and then don't give a toss Bunch bag about the last flogs. two. The only one I can I'm I'm enjoying a little bit is Broad, which I never thought I'd say. Him just being a dickhead when he came out to bat. Yeah, you know, losing the plot the over and... like over the decision and right. then having to go at Carey saying, "Oh, that you know, you'll be remembered for that." Now I don't know if Mr. you remember Mr. Edge to first slip didn't walk. Edge yep. to first slip and just stood there and went, well, "That's not out." And we all went, "Yes, it is." It was very out. Um. Yeah, so I love I love that the English are taking like. And this is what pisses me off. So the English wrote the game, like they created they the game. The laws, yep. Yep, wrote the laws. And that was that was pretty much well written in that room. Like that's the home of cricket where it was played. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about the um the sort of the the feel what's it what's the reference? Um the not feel of cricket, the the, sp- the spirit. spirit of the game. Spirit of the game. Now I think the spirit of the game is what works for them, is what works for the rich, entitled, you know, white dudes of England. Is what always has worked for them. Now that, you know, like the cricket is not theirs anymore. India control it and, you know, Australia's dominated for 20 years, realistically. They don't like it. So did you see some MCC members, as in Marley Bone or whatever it's called, not not our MCC, got banned? 
Three of them. And mm. I'm led to believe this is 100% true. Mm. These are their names. Mm. Bartholomew Frinton Smythe, or Smith. I don't know how you say that when it's Y mm. Lord Humphrey Wigbert Porter. I don't think these are true, Sam. And Quentin Breckenbridge. I don't think it sounds like a family guy skit, but if that's true, that's just the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen. Uh, but anyway. I think it's really I think it's really piss poor that, you know, and, and a lot of the English commentators who were actually English cricketers were saying, Well, it's out. Like he's had a dozy moment where he's walked out of his crease without the umpire. Now I think it's yeah, only the it's, England it's players. And the and whole press. The whole Stokes saying, oh, I wouldn't have done it. I would have questioned. Bullsh. Jesus, he would have. You're going to do whatever and he you has to do to win. Yeah. It's within the... And somebody said about the, the spirit of the game. The spirit... And in the writing of the spirit of the game is... One of the things in that is to um, never argue with the umpires. Mm-hmm. So Australia said, how is he? The umpires have said out. Now the English go, well, it wasn't out. Well, it's, we're not it's... arguing with the umpires, mate. If the umpires are giving it out, it's out. It's just out, and I, I don't. I know that they lost the game. They're probably just salty, even though they probably think they're in the perfect position to win the Ashes because basketball, whatever. But maybe they should make pitches that actually do something. Oh, I must admit, I couldn't handle our bowling. There was a no. stage before the end of the first session and sort of the second session was going. Okay, I, I don't know if the bounce is working to uh, Stokes all the time. Could we try a few line and length ball people? It was. It was really frustrating that we just kept doing the same thing, hoping he mishit it. And he yeah, did. And, that, we... and, and to be fair, that's how he got out. Yep. But even the tactics around bringing the field up on the third or fourth ball, yep, the fact he might hit a boundary, but trying to get broad back on strike yeah. the next over, it happened once. We managed yeah. to do that once. It was the most infuriating thing. Once Stokes went out, we got a couple of quick wickets. That last partnership between Tong and Anderson, yep. short, 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 short. What got the wicket? That's fine. The full ball. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. And that was the just other thing. Was throw right, one to... in there. Every now and then, just throw a full ball in there. See yep. what happens. So what was frustrating me was that, okay, they with two balls to go, they were still bowling short bounce, like bounces. And I'm going, well, how's he's, he can't hit a single from that. Like he's, mm. like, a, like he's, the way he's going, he's clubbing everything to wherever he wants of it. Just put one wide, well wide outside of off, make yeah. him have to play a and shot. And that's what we started to do was put it wide. Stokes yeah. couldn't hit it. Dried yep. up the runs, and that's probably what got him out. But we didn't change the field. Oh, it, was well, it, took, it took like seven overs to work that one out. And I thought, oh, this is what taking a, too long. Can I ask you to? I don't mind shorts to the to the tailenders, and tailenders have to expect that. That's part of cricket. Yeah, but once you've, got... you've bowled five short balls at them, you can probably chuck a full one in and expect they're going to be moving backwards. And so many times with Stokes and with Anderson too, um, not Anderson, sorry, um, Be- uh, the, the other bowler, Broad, he was ready for a bouncer and his feet were positioned like if you bowled and a that's short... that's what I mean. So bowl a Yorker. Ball, yeah. He would have just We took the last struggled. wicket in the end. I will say... Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I will. I want to ask you, how did Cummins get a black eye? Yeah, the ball hit him oh, was in, in the field. He mentioned that oh. in the um, press conference. He goes, yeah, and he said, I've got to learn to field. And I loved some... One of the English commentators said, wanker, said... Um, oh, so how do you feel about, you know, the sort of doing what you do and, you know, will this mean that you'll do a man cad or, or, you know, an underarm delivery. And um, Cummins said back something like, well, with the way the pitches are, we nearly would. <laughs> I did like that. Um, like it's day five and the pitch is dead, dead shit. Dead, dead, yeah. I did like one of the English ex-cricketer, I can't remember who it was, asked him or sort of said to Cummins, uh, you know, 
Ben Stokes has said that he was really against the spirit of the game. He wouldn't have done it. Cummins' response was, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fuck off. Move on. I don't care. Well, we'll see what he does if he's in the same situation. And also, um, like I'll point out that, so in the first game, the the coach told him that it was pretty much a win. Yeah. And didn't Crawley say they were going to win Lords by 150 runs? Probably. I didn't 200 runs short, mate. Mm. But then in the second test, they sent us in. With yes. our spinner broke down, like in before very, the second very innings, very badly. Yep, like bad, he's bad. Broken. Rugo played a hundred tests straight. Like he's really gone out and done an injury. He's he's done made up one, one, an all timer. Yeah, yep. Um, and then so and didn't have you know shorter bowler for that last innings and part of the the first innings and still dragged it over the line. Yeah, oh, it's great. At the end of the day, we beat them and they're all sucking. It's fantastic. Agree. Sorry, um, we. Probably done a little bit of a cricket show, haven't we? That's all right. If you're still here and you like the cricket chat, we're all for it. Mm. Especially when it's the Ashes. If it was India or yeah. South Africa, I probably wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be watching it at three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night. Or yeah, Saturday I did stay up until quarter past one last night and definitely regretted it this afternoon. I didn't couldn't do it last night. It would have killed me. I did mm. it Saturday night and I was very, in a bit of pain bit Sunday. Tired, bit tired. Mm. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for this edition. As I touched on at the start, get in the comments and just click on that link and fill in the form. It's all anonymous, not that we really give a shit anyway, but um, it'll help us guide the podcast into the future. And if that's all from you, Nathan, go Dons. That is all from me, Sam. Go Dons. Go Bombers.